You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from a wonderland of pain, where pleasure of the flesh is derived from the culling of your soul. Welcome, my friends or enemies, to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. And I cannot maintain that raspy <laughs> voice for an entire episode but I I thought about trying it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. But I did did think about it. You gave me zero percent warning that you were gonna do that voice, and I almost completely ruined the intro because <laughs> I I almost bust out laughing uh, in the middle of it. But uh, anyway, great job, and so thankful that everybody's here. Welcome back to International <laughs> RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Uh, where we talk about Rick and Morty. Uh, that's that's the premise of the show. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you want to talk about the show with us, there's a few places you can do that. You can, of course, go to our Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod, Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast, Instagram, where we post our episode uh, images. But you can please, please come out there and, 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 and say hello. Have a discussion with us at Rick and Morty Podcast on Instagram. And of course, over on email, rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. Over on the web, we are www.rickandmorty.reddit.com. That's not actually us. That is the Rick and Morty Reddit at large. It is fantastic. Great group of folks. Such such a large, uh, talented uh, place to, to explore your fandom on a much smaller scale. rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com, where if you want to explore this fandom, you can join like one other person who's selling t-shirts and it'll be fun. It'll be great. Yeah, our, very we- niche. our website, rickandmortypod.com or rickandmortypodcast.com. We are streaming live, Travis. I, I'm, I'm streaming live. Uh, let's, let's not get it twisted. I'm streaming live and Brandon's internet is extremely suspect right now. Uh, if you want to, if you want to follow along with us, watch the show live as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm uh, you can also catch recordings of the show in their video format over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, do all of those things. We appreciate it uh, that, that you're following us over there. Finally, uh, you can support the show financially. You can buy a t-shirt at apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. That link will take you to our T Public page. Or you can go to patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm where you can support this show, uh, support the two of us that make it. And uh, yeah, and I think I think Brandon is back. I think Brandon is okay. And, um, you know, it's going to be one of those nights. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. Turns out I'm using my hotspot on my on my phone, and what happened was all of a sudden my computer's like, actually, I don't want to use your hotspot. I want to use your actual internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 all about teamwork here on this episode, and so you know, it's sometimes I have to support you. Sometimes you have to support me. It's called family, Brandon. It's called family. Okay. <laughs> Where's Vin Diesel? Uh, <laughs> Where's Vin Diesel? He's around here somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and so we'll get into what our family does best, our first segment, which is semi-pertinent news. It's Second verse. Second verse. <laughs> Same as the first. Uh, um, yeah, welcome to Semi-Pertinent News, a segment where we talk about anything remotely Rick and Morty related. And as you all know, a huge blockbuster movie came out this weekend, available at theaters as well as HBO Max. Uh, we're talking about no other movie than Space Jam, <laughs> a new legacy. We're, Come on and slam. Come and on. Welcome to the jam. To the jam. It's a space. Were you trying to think of a different movie to to pop in there instead of Space yeah, Jam? Yeah, I was like, uh, Black Widow, no. Um, the Contract 2, no. Uh, um, uh, Looney Tunes back in action, no. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, I've never seen Looney Tunes back in action, but because Space Jam is out and the sequel is out, everybody says that is a it, it is the superior Looney Tunes film from that era. 
So I need to go back. And I need to go check it out because people say it is much better than Space Jam, which, I, you know, as an adult watching Space Jam, the first one, I got to say, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's all that great, but it has nostalgia. It's It's got to be the nostalgia for me because I enjoy the movie looking back on it. And maybe it's it's got to be the nostalgia because it's not technically a great movie but <laughs> compared to the current space jam film with lebron james and uh yeah it just, it just may Cheadle. be a masterpiece it may be it's... it may be this generation citizen kane if <laughs> if there's any if there's any comparison yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh space jam new a uh, new legacy we received an email um uh, as as part of uh, the adult swims uh, marketing arm and and it was it was like it was a, an ad for for space jam and you and i we both kind of like we, we we mentioned to each other just like huh okay all right well there, there's that it doesn't make sense but then but then we started seeing the tweets we started seeing the bleeps and we started seeing the social media posts that uh had a clip of rick and morty and this is how it's semi-pertinent inside Space Jam for a very, very, very quick cameo. It's not spoiling anything if we tell you that Rick and Morty are in there. Uh, they're not in the background of, of the uh, the the basketball scenes. They actually have a a part in Royland does the voices for the for the characters. Uh, so it it might it might very well be the best part of Space Jam, a new legacy. Easily. Well, I don't know. Marvin the Martian gets some featured time in there as well. Um soft spot in my heart for for marvin uh so yeah i don't know i which actually thinking about it marvin the martian ship and rick ship are very similar. somewhat similar in their yeah. design aesthetic that's it's interesting hmm. maybe huh. maybe it's not a jimmy neutron <laughs> ripoff but uh something else entirely anyway uh yeah so if you if you watched uh the new space jam movie I'm sorry, uh, but I mean, I went and saw it. I went, I saw it, and my kid was super hyped for the movie. Um, but yeah, Rick and Morty were the highlight for me. It's not, it's uh, not for us. Yeah. It's not for us as adults, right? It is. It, it's I for guess the kids. That, I guess not. Your your kid loved it. My kid liked it a lot. And and really, the original Space Jam too was kind of like that, right? Like we were kids when we watched it. We enjoyed it, but it wasn't necessarily what what our favorite movie is. But there, there's some, there's some. Oh, you want to say something? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and say what you want to say. I'm just saying the new Space Jam doesn't have a Bill Murray equivalent. All right, there's not. I, yeah, I mean Don the, Cheadle is is as close as you're gonna get uh, with the, no. the Bill Murray. Equivalent. Maybe the guy that plays his agent oh. is like this weird comic relief that that you know we didn't deserve i guess but he's no bill murray no he's no that that guy is yeah. more of the the dennis nedry character uh what, okay uh knight something knight uh wayne knight yeah wayne knight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. newman from seinfeld yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh what, what i want to say is there there's some there there's some controversy among uh some folks that are like especially after the sperm episode of rick and morty uh where they're like you have rick and morty in a children's cartoon but i just want to say to that point and everyone else has pointed this out on on social media as well that the original space jam had a uh, pulp fiction as a reference with with bugs and daffy uh it it had very adult references in it too when people are like what about the children what about yeah, the I, children i i th i think i think where it stems from is like the character redesign of of Lola Bunny, the the canceling of Pepe Le Pew, uh, the the different things that have been done in to, you know, modify Space Jam. Those were all over Twitter, and then they're like, oh, but we can throw Rick and Morty in it with their with their version of comedy. Rick does say his classic line, "Buy dum dums," uh, which is you know <laughs> such a Rick thing to say. Um, anyway, Rick and Morty are in Space Jam. That's my pertinent news. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, let's 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 move on from from Space Jam. If you want to hear more about Space Jam, we're not talking about it. And next up, we have the Reddit post of the week. It, this one is <laughs> this one is by user Dania Derhoffa. Dania Derhoffa. Uh, uh, go ahead and look it up. I'm not going to spell it out for you. But the the post is called "Seriously, What Is Wrong with This Sub?" Not everyone can watch an episode as soon as it comes out, and it has forty. 4,000 upvotes. Travis, you want, you want to tell us a little bit more about this post? 
so so this this post is what has become a a staple in the Rick and Morty meme genre. What originally sourced from a Pringles commercial where Rick tears the wallpaper off of the living room wall and there are Pringles shown behind. Uh, Rick tears off the wall to reveal mark your damn spoilers. Uh, so yeah, pretty much, pretty much just saying that, uh, yeah, you, if you're going to be on the Rick and Morty subreddit and you're going to be sharing spoilers, especially if you're talking about things, not like from, if you're talking about things from a recent episode or things like that, just mark your spoilers. It's, 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 it's Reddit culture. It's, it's the right thing to do. Um, and yeah, and, 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 and thank you. Thank you to the folks making this post for 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 reinforcing that idea Whole, wholeheartedly uh, i i actually got a message from a, a few folks in the last week and a half or so because as as you know travis i i do the post episode discussions over on the subreddit and uh some folks have been like can you please do something more about people spoil tag spoiler tagging their posts in in the, in the subreddit and in the moderators there are there there's over 2 million folks in in that subreddit we have an auto mod uh that that takes care of a lot of things but unfortunately you know we do a good they do i don't i don't do a lot of the moderating they do a good job of like trying to get rid of that the spoiler thing but when you have that many folks that are constantly bombarding the the, the subreddit with with spoilers it's really difficult if you want to talk about difficult uh with the whole amazon leak of episode 7 and we talked about this last week as well uh they're they're still the subreddit is still trying to filter through that and and stop the the episode 7 leak from from coming out it's impossible, right? Because because pirate sites and and YouTube, like I I think I searched for something last night and it, it popped up on YouTube right away. I was like, no, no, I don't want, I don't want to watch this, um, but that it, it, it is out there. So those those moderators are, are doing a good job. They're trying. Okay, moving on. Forty four thousand upvotes. Travis, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about that anymore because I talked at length about it when my internet cut out. So what we're gonna move on to is. Your favorite section, the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. I keep, <laughs> I keep I keep them short and sweet. You know, they're they're like they're like radio bumpers or something. That's good. Uh, That's anyway, good. anyway uh, here we go. Dan Harmon. He is on Instagram. He's not anywhere else on the internet. Um, and these these two. Uh, most recent post by uh, Daniel Harmon, uh, both involve him playing Minecraft. Uh, the the first is Dan Harmon talking about not needing armor when he makes a quick trip into the nether and then freaking out at all the gas and soul sand and all sorts of things in the nether that are there to kill him. Uh, he then goes on, he has another post uh, with him being, I think, a little bit more prepared going into the nether. The thing, the, the takeaway I really want uh, to bring up here is Dan is playing a modded version of Minecraft. Uh, I think it's like uh, Endeavor or something, or um, yeah, it's 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 some sort of moderated uh, version. FTB Endeavor is, I think, the type of of Minecraft mod that he's playing, and it looks really cool. I I tend to keep going back to minecraft as a game because uh i'm unoriginal and i i don't end up playing a lot of other types of games but yeah. uh i'm i'm curious for you unity if you have played this version of minecraft uh let us know how it is uh let me know if i should try it out i i started a, a game of minecraft uh in this last like few months that was the game that i was going to beat i was finally going to go all the way to the end and beat the ender dragon and I, I never did it. I still haven't done it because <laughs> see, because season five started and most of my free time is taken up with Rick and Morty stuff or recovering from Rick and Morty stuff. So um, let me know if in the off season, if I should play uh, this modded version of uh, Minecraft. And that's and that's Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon on Instagram. You know where to follow him. He's, uh, that, he's playing he's playing minecraft he's apparently moved on from fallout 4 he's back on minecraft <laughs> that, hey you know you, you always you always go back to the thing you love yeah it, it's inevitable it's true it's true uh, some things some things are just they're comforting they're always there for you yeah comfort food minecraft yeah exactly 
Uh, speaking of .com, make sure you go to LootCrate.com and use the code RMP15 for your chance for 15% off Loot Crate. There's, thematically, there's a Loot Crate out there for horror films. They've got The Exorcist, The Twilight Zone, which isn't really horror. I always, I always, I'm always like, no, that's not really, really horror. But The Twilight Zone, and of course, something else. I forget what it is. Doesn't matter. Go to LootCrate.com slash com and use the code <laughs> rmp15 for your chance at 15 percent off and technically it's not a chance because you yeah, just you put yeah, the code you keep in saying your chance but it's like it's not like there's any risk of not getting 15 percent off if you use the code you'll get 50 percent your 100 percent chance to get 15 percent <laughs> off Oh, thank you, Brandon. Thank you for thank you for that. And uh, before you try to drag that out any further, I'm going to drag us into our next segment, which is the main thing. Oh, the main things digging into the dark of your mine i was uh, i was trying to go thunder horse which is which is the metalocalypse movie coming out in i think uh next next year sometime which is also semi-pertinent news i love metalocalypse you should go check it out uh travis yeah i'm gonna go right now you finish the show <laughs> go i'll finish the show hey everybody uh welcome to the main thing this main thing we are talking about the latest episode on our list season five episode five a morty can rick feedy original air date yesterday which for those listening might be any day it was july 18th 2021 written by ann lane who's all, who's also written other episodes directed by kyung lim kyung he lim who's also directed other episodes might i add guest stars darren christ uh chris no t at the end troy baker the famous voice actor brandon johnson my brother uh if if last names were reversed and first names were the you know uh and echo echo kellum uh arbronopsis this week everybody adults are gone tonight bruh grab the keys travis boom whoa. boom <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, our synopsis, the only way to beat a bully is with sincerity. That or fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and, and, and so in this episode, uh, we, we are in a return to form, if you will. If, if one thing is, is certain, uh, especially in the Reddit community, there have been mixed feelings about the first four episodes in season five. But uh, I would say that this, uh, almost more than any other episode so far this season, has been a return to um, a, 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 a proven formula in, in Rick and Morty history. I feel like as we went through seasons one and two, we did a lot of episodes where we were reviewing an A plot and a B plot. That is very evident in this episode as well. Uh, we also have uh, sort of pop culture references galore throughout and uh, and a little bit of sci-fi adventuring happening. So, uh, Brandon, what were your what were your initial thoughts uh, after after viewing the episode for the first time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, throw this out there. Everyone, everyone is wondering that they say, they say to us time and time again on social media at Rick and Morty pod, Rick and Morty podcast, Rick and Morty podcast, gmail.com. They, they say, what is this title in a reference to Brandon and Travis? And we always say what the episode is, is a title re is referenced to. This one is, uh, uh, not THX 1138, which is George Lucas's first film. It's American Graffiti. There's Harrison Ford, Ron Howard, George Lucas directed it. That's all it was. It was, it was about, it was about a bunch of friends in like the, the, uh, mid sixties going into the seventies, uh, getting rid like, like after high school, it was like their one night. And then like at the end of the, the movie, there was like, uh, epilogues about like what, 
what these kids ended up doing. Like one guy went to Vietnam and he got killed and something like that. Whatever. Yeah, it was it was that like last like hangout like at the end of high school or whatever. And honestly, I I had I didn't see this film until after I had already seen um Dazed and Confused. Um, but the two films feel like very similar, only only in different different phases of of like history, like 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 almost like a decade or two apart from each other. But it, it, it really it encapsulates that culture of where it was cool to like just cruise around town and like people would get in their cars and just kind of kind of drive around, which I think maybe is 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 the reference for these these teenagers taking Rick's car uh, to cruise around, you know, the the galaxy and, and, and go for a joyride. So, um, yeah, we, we have. We have a couple of themes. The first, the first one I want to get out of the way is an obvious nod to the Hellraiser films, uh, a, a series of films that I have never seen. Um, but Brandon, you you are an avid fan uh, of of these films, so so this is the opportunity for you to talk uh, as much as you want uh, about the Hellraiser films, and uh, and and I'm just gonna. I'm going to give it over to you. This is one of those episodes that based off the the trailers, right? It, w- it was something we knew was coming. We knew it was on its way around. And you know me, Travis. I am a big horror fan. We are, I, I, <laughs> when we were talking about my Wi-Fi troubles, I talked about my, my Wi-Fi hotspot being the last drive-in after Joe Bob Briggs. That was because I couldn't think of another like fancy Wi-Fi name. Uh, but, uh, my, my, my son, my nine-year-old and I, we watched Hellraiser. We watched uh, Hellbound, Hell on Earth, Hellraiser 2 on, on, on Joe Bob. I used to watch Hellraiser with my brother, with my, my uncles. Um, and, uh, you know, Hellraiser has a special place in my heart. The, the first Hellraiser, I wasn't, yeah, it was, it was, it, it, it wasn't always my, my go-to. I think Hell on Earth, which is Hellraiser 3, was like the first one that I really paid attention to. And one of the one of the Cenobites that you see in the, the beginning of this episode, the one with like a uh it's like kind of like a like a weird RGB screen going on. Like that yeah. that's kind of an homage to one of the the Cenobites in Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, uh, where he just has like a uh a, a a movie camera uh that he he gets stuck in his head. Uh, obviously, obviously the, the main centibite in the beginning penhead he has pens like writing utensils instead of pins in his head. I always, I, I got, I got a kick out of that even just from the, the cold open. So like, let me just, let me just say, I love having Hellraiser and Rick and Morty, just as I love having scary Terry and Rick and Morty and in every other horror reference in the world, Terminator, you throw those shits at me and I will, I will love this episode. What uh, what is the untouched horror property that you want, that you hope to see next in a future episode? Uh, I was gonna say Cronenberg, but they they got they got Cronenberg in there. You got you got some flyisms in there. Um, they 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 already might have touched on like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'm sure that that's in there already. Uh, maybe Evil Dead the 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 whole Ash for Evil Dead, that, that series would be good. They don't have a whole lot of Jason or Michael Myers yet. Uh, I, I would be interested to see what they, what they have to, to comment on, on those types of films. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. And then, then Scream, right? Scream is then, Scream itself is kind of that meta commentary of, of those types of films. Yeah. I, yeah. It'll be great. That, uh, all of those would be great. Yeah, yeah. Any Wes Craven stuff? Last House on the Left. Try you want you want to you want to start a horror podcast this, anywhere? This is this is just <laughs> apathetic enthusiasm. That's what this that's what this podcast turns to. Let's let's talk about Rick and Morty a little okay, bit. Yeah, the, yeah, the, let's the, get back. the the overarching theme from this episode, and and we talked about it um, a little bit today while we were prepping for this episode. This this episode really ends up being a lot about bullies and sort of like punching down on folks that that you think are somehow less than you or you you think you're better than we see this a lot in in sort of the a plot where rick takes jerry out on a guy's night so that a bunch of those hell spawn can can laugh at him and and get some sort of satisfaction or pleasure from the cringe that is jerry smith 
this this sort of uh leads up to a point later on where uh when when they actually follow them into hell uh rick gets told that rick thinking that he's better than jerry uh, is is what the the demons call the lamest thing ever, right? And so it's it's this this theme throughout where it it doesn't necessarily start with Rick. It starts it starts with the demons, but then Rick's kind of playing into it. And then even Beth, even though she's disgusted when she first sees it happening, very quickly sort of joins in on this idea of just making fun of Jerry because he's it's kind of innocent. Yeah, he's cringy or lame, but he's he's genuine, right? He's he is Jerry. He's he's not trying to be anything that he's not. What 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 were your initial thoughts on how that story played out and you know, sort of what the writers were trying to say about, you know, sort of bullying or 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 making fun of of people, thinking you're better than people. Yeah, I I thought that I just I mean I just talked about Hellraiser and and horror a lot, uh, almost t- taking us out of of talking about Rick and Morty. But what what I really liked was that in it, just establishing it early on that whole idea of of we are using your pain to feel good about ourselves, right? That is essentially what the, the Cenobites are doing in this situation. They are getting off on making other people miserable and and and, and watching people from a distance make asses of them, themselves. And, uh, you know, I thought that was a a really clever way of, of getting after the point of what really, to me, was was an obvious uh, commentary on on bullying, on on, on uh, punching down at folks and even at, at some point in time beth i think she she points out that they're they're punching down until yeah. she then st- you know starts to take part in it herself and uh i i think there's there's something to be said in this episode about going along with the crowd and in uh getting to a point where like oh we're cool too oh i'm cool too like I can be a part of this crowd, this cool crowd that beats up on 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 people because now that now I feel good about I'm not an outsider anymore. Now I now I'm part of the the cool the cool kids. That's right. That's right. And and this this sort of spills over into the B plot as well where Morty is having a guest over for the evening and summer is is quickly on board with trying to impress the new kid at the high school uh what is his name bruce, bruce. cut cut shut back shut back uh, i was i was trying to say cut back that's that is not correct but bruce shut back uh <laughs> he's he's the new kid in school and he's he's a little bit of an unknown right he he no credit is good credit for for bruce Chut back, uh, and 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 they want to impress the Chut in an attempt to uh, get a cool kid on their side, and, and this again sort of uh, speaks to they're super nervous because they they aren't the cool kids in school. Morty is is sort of lame. Uh, apparently, there's some rumors going on around uh, about summer, so so they <laughs> they are trying their best to impress this new kid. And the Chut is very, he's, he's, he's playing his cards close to the chest. He knows what's for sale. And he is using the situation to try and um, sort of make Morty and Summer compete for his, his approval. Uh, what, what, did, what did you think about the B-plot, which quickly spins into like this whole thing with the car and, and sort of a throwback to keep Summer safe? And this weird joyride thing. What what did what did you think about that? I I I thought uh, upon initial watch, I didn't I didn't really I didn't piece them together as smoothly. Uh, and then and then it started it started clicking the the second and and the third time that I watched. I didn't I didn't rewatch this as as many times as I wanted to. Uh, but I, I watched I watched it tonight again with my wife, and and she picked up on this this right away, which was when when they when they were stealing the car, stealing Rick's spaceship, going on a joyride. It was very reminiscent of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. 
which was perfectly timed with the worst karaoke song in history, which makes all of us, bold, bold. Chelsea and I said to each other, this, this makes us want to go do karaoke and do, and do that song. The only karaoke, you should go do karaoke. <laughs> the only worst song karaoke wise is Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters theme song, which, which I, uh, which I have done and it, and it is actually really fun. So whatever, I'm a Jerry. Um, but it, it's, it's Ferris Bueller's day off, right? They, they take the car, they go on a joyride to, to, uh, impress folks. And I, I like, I like the direction that the B plot went, if we're calling that the B plot, because it started following these coming of age tales uh, that are like, they are, they are eighties movies in, in a nutshell. Uh, right. Like uh, I think, I think somebody on Reddit and I, uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't give you credit, but know that I, I I'm thinking of you when I say this, somebody said the adventures of the spaceship in like college towns should be called parkies. Because it's like a car. Yeah. Um, yeah that'd be great. Uh, but, but it like, has that sort of like, you know, the the car Tahoe like vibe where it's yes. just like a party town like movie and all, all of their Transformer logos are a little like Shaka's <laughs> like, yeah. Shaka yeah. distance. There, there's, there's a movie back in the day called Ski School, uh, Ski Patrol, like the, those types of like really gross out like teen comedies. Porky's, obviously, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, what, what? There, there's a couple others that I had written down before that I, that I that I neglect to put on here now. Oh, well, obviously, American Graffiti when they're at the car hop, like that is that's that's typical, sure. uh, like '60s stuff. And so they have this they have this coming of age thing, and, and in every coming of age tale, there are usually like the bullies, the cool kids that that turn out not to be as cool as they have led on. The Breakfast Club, that type of stuff, yeah. and uh, I I really like how they ended up tying out tying that thematically to what was going on directly with uh, Rick, Jerry, and um, Beth. Yeah, yeah. I and and in in the end, like so. I mean, it's not it's not it's the the second act, sort of when when they're when they're in the the hellscape. Uh, they go, they rescue Jerry. Uh, when they first find Jerry, Jerry's like, ha like, yeah, you can't, you came for me. You, you do love me. And Rick says a line that says like, I love Beth. Those credits don't transfer. Right. Like he basically saying he's doing this. He's always going to take care of Jerry. Uh, but it's only out of his affection for Beth. It's not because he actually likes Jerry. But then we fast forward into the hellish schoolhouse where Rick is making his, uh, pain mechanism, yeah. uh, what, what, whatever his, his, his inversion, reversion, aversion, inversion, <laughs> gun, or whatever. It turns pain back into pain to pain for pain or whatever. Right? Yeah. So, um, powered by one hundred percent sincerity. Yes, and and the thing that ultimately powers on this device is Rick, uh, more or less confessing that he there he does love jerry in some in some way right and so i'm i'm curious like if 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 rick can admit it even though later on he kind of backpedals a little bit saying that he will replace jerry in an instant um i don't know is it is it okay for us as fans unity come along with me i'm talking to you is it okay <laughs> for us to love jerry because i mean i i think there are a lot of fans that that make a hobby of of hating on Jerry, and yes, he's cringy. Yes, he is the butt of a lot of jokes, but I don't know. I I think we on this podcast have had a soft spot for Jerry for years, yeah. and and I don't know. Like, is the character developing at all? I don't know that he is, but is our opinion of him changing in any way? We 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 you and I we kind of came around on him. Uh, you probably came around on him a little more because you're more Jerry than I am. Oh, but, absolutely. <laughs> like we, we I got we this came... shirt at Kohl's actually. No. no, this is a loot crate. This is actually a loot crate shirt. Use promo code RNP15 for 15% off. <laughs> Lootcrate.com. Uh, this this actually is a Kohl's shirt. This this Vans shirt I got from Kohl's.com. Don't Use tell Ross. RMP15 uh at Loot Crate. Uh no, like so we we came around on 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 Jerry uh maybe maybe during season three during the divorce season and maybe a little yeah. bit before but yeah. definitely during the, the uh the divorce season just because like we 
we we started being like, you know what? We're not we are not assholes like Rick. We are we are not that type of person. Jerry legitimately loves his family, even though maybe he doesn't do it right. Maybe maybe he messes up a lot, but at the end of the day, in the in his heart, he still cares deeply about his family. And yeah. and that's that's not that's not a crappy trait to have. Um Rick, I, I'd say, is is he loves his family too, but he is so adamant against feeling those kind of emotions. This, this yeah. character is just it's so anti-emotion and showing sincerity that he comes off as as really just unapproachable and and you you don't you you wouldn't want that you'd want a jerry in your life you wouldn't want a rick ultimately yeah Yeah. and 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 sometimes that means you have to suffer through them talking about the fact that they have a podcast or that they you know (laughs) they 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 don't know the songs to or the lyrics to like a whitney houston song or something but uh you know it's it is what it is it's it's fine um i i think i find it interesting in this episode that as the the mockery of Jerry like reaches reaches a peak. It's actually Rick that kind of tries to diffuse the situation and he's like, all right, maybe we should, you know, get our check or whatever, but we should get out of here. Y- you can tell, and I think the writers are are really intentional about this, that you know, there is a soft spot there in Rick where he's like, all right, like, yeah, I, I don't like Jerry in general, but even Rick has a limit. And so I, I think there is, you know, going back to season one and, and even like the divorce season, season three type where like Rick's like, I'm, I'm doing all this to get rid of Jerry. I think, I think something has happened. There's some sort of shift where Rick has come around and he's at least accepting of Jerry. And maybe even, I, even if he doesn't approve of Jerry, like he's, he, accepts him for who he is yeah jerry has shown in in the last couple of seasons that he cares about his family that he wants to do wants to do right he's an idiot and he 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 says stupid things and does stupid things but he he still he still cares uh the the episode that i I lose the the title of it in my mind but the one where where he get makes it to where jerry has less gravity and he starts whoa, and it happens in the background. Speaking and of he, gravity, and he <laughs> oh, perfect. And he starts, and he starts, and he starts floating, and then he goes through the whole thing, and he's holding onto the the jetliner, and uh, you know he he tells Jerry to he tells Rick to basically screw off. He'll he'll figure this out himself. Like yeah. he we we've talked about this before. He's showing some kind of self sufficiency there, and even at the end, you know Jerry. There's a part of Jerry that he's stupid, but he knows when Rick says to him, this is never going to happen again. And Jerry just says, 10-4, Captain, and just pats him on the shoulder and walks off. And Jerry and, and Rick has this kind of like moment. He frowns, but then he walks off. He doesn't he doesn't respond back to that at all. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there there is a soft spot. And, and Lane in, in the inside the episode mentions that as well, that. Yeah, like the they they could find common ground and they could be some kind of friends in the end. And Rick's sincerity at 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 that end shows exactly that. Like, uh, it's almost a stand-in for the viewers and how we how we view Jerry. We shouldn't all really. We shouldn't all just we we can laugh at it, but we shouldn't be above it. And yes. and we shouldn't and we shouldn't make. Jerry being like, yeah, look how stupid he is. Look how cool we are a a thing. Because as the demon says, cringe cannot exist in a vacuum. You need the crappy people and you need the people who think they're too cool for the lame people uh, to really be cringe. And and, and this comes around at at the very end of the episode when the chut is, is at the high school and he's the cool kid, right? He's he's above, you know, Morty and Summer. He's not hanging out with them. He's hanging out with these cool kids. And then very quickly, all of that is shattered when they discover that he wore the same pants two days in a row, which <laughs> to me feels like it was maybe a little too close to home for Dan Harmon because he always talks about how gross he was as a kid and how he like didn't care about things like in 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 school. And so he was like the 
dirty kid. So I, I feel like like Dan is is projecting a little bit here where he's like, yeah, like this stuff happens and maybe maybe kids don't have control of it, but like don't punch down on them. Like just be cool. Don't be don't be mean to kids. But the Chut immediately loses his credibility and is turned into Bruce Chut Pants uh, and and <laughs> is is then mocked. Um, and again, a, a symbol of just how cruel kids can be and things like that. But yeah, how and, how and slacks them's the facts. <laughs> the facts uh which is <clears throat> excuse me which is one of our favorite bits let's let's talk about a few of the best or worst parts uh of this episode one of the things i really liked was the way they tied up the faulty skin hooks uh in this episode so uh the reason the backstory behind why rick has to do guys night in the first place and appease all of these hell spawns uh, desire to to crit, look at cringy Jerry is uh, because he gave them some faulty skin hooks that, that didn't work and he was repaying his debt. Well, flash forward to when they are being captured, uh, they use those same faulty skin hooks. Uh, and Rick asks, where'd you get these uh, just before they break and then they're able to make their escape. So I really liked that they were able to tie that all together. Um, that was that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Tying back to Hellraiser, by the way, the actual Hellraiser, because that was that was old Pinhead's weapon of choice. Them skin hooks. Uh, when uh, when Uncle Frank got taken out in the original Hellraiser, he was back in Hellraiser too. Um, N- none of this means anything to me, Brandon. Uh, you should watch it. Uh, Doug Bradley, fantastic Pinhead. Clive Barker. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the heroine, uh, Kirsty Cotton. D- doesn't matter. Okay, so uh, the Bruce Chutback theme song, fantastic. Bruce Both versions. Back. <laughs> yeah. When we when we talked to to Ryan elder uh, a couple weeks back i i think he was talking about this this song or my other favorite song of the episode uh but i i really love that like really lo-fi guitar rock in the background and harman's <laughs> harman's harman's singing about uh unlimited potential uh, yeah, new yeah. kid no credit is good credit uh, um, and then in, in this episode, there are some obviously fantastic character designs and, uh, background designs, things like that. Credit, uh, as always to the animation teams, the design teams that just go above and beyond in every episode. There's so many crazy characters and designs and each one of them have you know little things that are unique about them so um i don't know i just i thought that was really really awesome to see yeah 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 um let's let's go into some of our favorite bits travis we 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 have favorite bits you have favorite bits unity here are some of ours uh a, a, a couple that that jumped out the car fishing for galactus marvel's marvel's villain it's the first thing that uh rick's car does is is go fishing for galactus dragging planets and then and not only that killing galactus instantly but then measuring it and saying like ah not big enough yeah, oh well too small oh well um i i love jerry's line i referenced it earlier don't tell ross but i got this little ditty from coles uh yeah that's 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 a thing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Jerry's karaoke to, oh yeah. Boom. Um, boom. um, over, over the joyride. I just, I love the way that they were able to, uh, you know, kudos to the director for, for putting that scene together and sort of jumping back and forth between Jerry doing karaoke and then the different, the different scenes where, you know, Morty summer and, and the chut are, you know, hit mailboxes and uh, going into black holes. That that black hole scene just is awesome. The animation there, where they kind of all melt into the black hole, so it's very cool stuff. Yeah, there, there were there were a couple of, of uh, when when Jerry finds out that they're getting off on talking shit about him, and he's in the bathroom. He's in the bathroom stall. There's some there's some cool stuff written in the background. You talking about character and environment environment designs. On on the on the bathroom stall, there's a a, a shout out to uh, the flesh curtains, which is Rick's band with a squanchy and bird person. It says like the flesh curtains really suck. I think on the back there, it it also says uh, uh, ber- beryllium beryllium zeppelin rather than Led Zeppelin, 
Uh, so that that that's on. It's there. a fun little element joke for you. That's 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 fun. Yeah. Uh, it, also in the bar up on sort of the the craft beer sign, uh, there is in like a high high IQ uh, beer, which yeah. is I, I can can only be a a riff on the the meme that you have to have a particularly high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's it's limited edition, mind you. Yeah, There's that's right. That, that's right. You have to have one. Um, and then uh, also, I am in great pain. Which is uh, a play on "I'm in great pain." The the definition of wubba lubba dub dub uh, in in bird person's language. Um, so a couple of of deep cuts uh, in there as well. If 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 you missed those, <laughs> um, the, uh, the just a, a small couple of small things that the pod racing, just the random pod racer <laughs> that, that 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 they kill and yep. uh, mailboxes. And female boxes, as delivered by Brandon Johnson, um, they're in the background of the bar. Going back to the bar in the in the background, up near the karaoke stage, there, there's some there's some stuff that that's good throughout the bar. But the one that jumped out to me was the were these two characters on a poster in the background, and those characters. I don't know if you remember who, who those characters are, Travis, but those are Cher and Itty from if you remember Seth Seth Rogen's Hilarity for Charity. They have right. the the uh, the apple dumpling caper or apple stand caper, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, where uh, where they they're they're showing a clip for charity, uh, and then the clip that they show is just them shaking their balls at each other, <laughs> shaking their balls and penis at each other, and then and then Itty comes over and then puts his butthole in the camera and then just shits. <laughs> And uh, anyway, they're in the they're in the they're in they're on a poster in the background here in this Rick and I Morty forgot episode. about that, and I don't know that I'm happy that you reminded me that that exists. <laughs> but yeah, that's <laughs> uh, it's funny. funny. That's a uh, couple of other little bits. Uh, there is uh, a young lady in the bar with a T-shirt. It has the logo for Planetina on the T-shirt. That sort of heart shaped recycling symbol is on there um also uh he lacks the slacks and that's the facts we talked about uh the the chet back uh theme song at the end for chet pants um what else is there oh the uh the evil things are happening song that's evil things are happening uh Jerry Goldsmith, uh, if if you if you listen to our interview with with Ryan Elder before episode forty seven of the podcast, uh, you'll you'll be reminded that one of his favorite composers is that who composed the Omen, Planet of the Apes, and and such. Uh, and and this was very Omen ish as far as evil things are happening. So shout out to Elder for for putting that out there. Um, uh, what one thing I wanted to bring up to you, Brandon, and and this is sort of been sprinkled throughout season five uh we we we've made it no secret that the interdimensional cable episodes are some of our favorites from 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 the the early seasons and uh almost every episode and i'd have to go back to be sure but it seems like most of the episodes have had a single interdimensional cable uh moment right you go back to uh, Nintendo 69 in, in this episode, you have Olympic diving with terrible swimmers. Is, is this, is this a season five move for interdimensional cable is not to do in an individual episode of, of interdimensional cable ideas, but just like give us one clip in every episode just to sort of, or I, I would love for them to do this just like for the rest of the, the series, like yeah. just, just do one like get just always have that constant at uh, interdimensional cables. It, it's it's like a meta ranking, right? Like where where if we had an interdimensional cable episode, we would be like, okay, this we rank this episode maybe one of three or two of three, but but now we have one clip or one or two clips per episode. Now we have to meta rank them. What is the best one clip out of season five? That's right, uh, and, then, and then somebody's going to do like a, a a super cut of of all the 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 episodes. When Wolf will be on there? Yes, uh, and uh, it, it's great. I I I dig I dig that idea because it doesn't force them to have an entire episode to 
to focus an episode around the concept of internet interdimensional cable and it lets them still have that kind of uh that improv improvisational feel type of of stuff in there i i feel like they just they just walk they just have uh like a shrub box of ideas and they just like <laughs> they draw one out and then record it one for every episode or something. But um, I love them. I, I, I love them. And I hope they continue to do those throughout the season. Uh, any other, any other little bits that you're, you're, you're holding on to? I got, I got, I got, I got two more. The, the first one is I, I caught the first time I watched the episode, I caught Rick saying the, about watch. He just watched Jurassic park. <laughs> And then, uh, uh, uh. and then, nah, uh, uh, nah, uh, uh, I just watched Jurassic Park and I like, oh, God, gotcha. He's, he's being Dennis Nedry going back to Wayne Knight, uh, as, as a, as a callback. So, so there's that one. I, I, I love, I love that bit. And then the other bit was when he does the, his 100% sincerity part, the demon that he has in like the wheelchair gun, just well, after he's done, just says, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> and that and that was funny to me because that's somehow that's become like my go-to like fake insult for people when they're they're saying things and it's like you nerd <laughs> especially for me where yeah. i'm like wearing glasses here yeah and i'm and i'm on my own studying audio engineering uh in my free time right <laughs> nerd. <laughs> what about uh, you any, any, yeah. any, any final ones um, the only one that I forgot to mention is when the, uh, the, the spaceship is talking about, uh, trying to lose its virginity. And then they asked if, uh, if, if uh, objects have virginity and she's like, does a doorknob not have, is a doorknob a virgin? And, and Morty's response is not mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, never had sex with a doorknob. Uh, he, he covers very well uh, uh, for that, but I, I, I would never want to go to Morty's room. I just feel like uh, that is no. not a safe space. That is Especially not, not with a black light. Do Ooh. not do it. It, it, might, it might look a lot like the thing directly to your left. Uh, which is a plumbus for our oh oh for for the for the for the audio <laughs> listeners it's audio listeners um all right well that that is uh our favorite bits that's that's pretty much our our recap of the episode anything anything else you you thought about I I I, I thought it was a good episode I I am realizing that I continue to appreciate these episodes more as I rewatch them and even though some some fans seem to be um sort of down on season five so far really i i think these episodes have been pretty great and i continue to appreciate them more and more as we review them and talk about them so if you find yourself you know maybe not sold on some of these episodes i i offer a suggestion to rewatch some of them and and see how you feel about them uh after revisiting them i, I agreed agreed with that i like this episode because at its core it is about not putting yourself above other people and just from from Travis and I's perspective even with with this show we have we have a podcast we are one of many Rick and Morty podcasts and the only reason we have this podcast and we've been doing it is not because we're better than anybody not not because we're better fans or or more knowledgeable on the show it's because we're we're one of you and uh i think again at at its core that this episode was about accepting that people are different and no one's cooler than anybody else. Uh, everybody sucks in their own way and right. just, just accept that. That's right. So, so fuck uh, off. So speaking <laughs> wait, of pe wait, people what? that, no. <laughs> so, so that's not what, that wasn't the point. Uh, th speaking of sucking your own way, uh, it's time for listeners to Georgians <laughs> and short outs. Uh, <laughs> you should re rephrase. You should no, rephrase um, that. Nerds. Doorknob uh, is not a virgin. Doorknob <laughs> is not a virgin. <laughs> Uh, I want to want to give a bunch of special shout outs to to folks in the Twitch chat tonight, uh, as well as some new followers. Uh, Renyard Rad with two A's uh, following us this week over on Twitch and old friend of the show and talented artist Daticus X uh, following Daticus! us. Uh, the if you go to RickandMortyPod.com or you have some of our T-shirts and stuff, uh, he he drew the infamous pickle picture. Uh, of of us so thanks to daticus for following us over on twitch also hosting us tonight 
Heath Bar guy, thank you so much for that. Uh, I want to shout out Julie Julie eight eight eight, who said uh, the thing uh, would be a good potential horror um, premise yes. for a future episode. Well, and then can, can, can I can I can I stop you there for half a no. second in no. in the okay for one minute? Then you just you you every time you say no, it expands. I'm just, into... just going to pretend my internet's frozen. <laughs> the thing in the intro, the intro animation. The, <laughs> you're so frozen, you piece of shit. Um, in the intro of uh, season five, there is a very thing-esque intro with all of their heads turning into spiders, which is yes. from the original thing. Do you do you think that will be an actual clip from an upcoming episode, or do you think that's a throwaway gag for the for the title sequence? I think I we've think seen it, like three title sequence gags already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I would like to see that not be a throwaway gag. Uh, just as like, I wouldn't want to, I, I don't want the, I would, I want, I don't want the golf one to be a throwaway gag. My son asked me yesterday, he's like, Oh, which one of these do you think is going to be it? And I was like, I really hope it's this golf one. That's not, that's not a throwaway. He's like, yeah. why? Like, I don't know. I just want to see. Cause I'm a Morty Jerry. Do, that's why <laughs> I want to see Morty do well at golf. I want him to succeed in life. Jeez. Yeah. Get off me. You little butthole. <laughs> Okay. Uh, also, uh, a final short out, uh, quick triple six nine, uh, mentioning that Jenny's number is also written on the bathroom stall eight six seven five three zero nine. I didn't. Ah, yeah. man, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Good, good catch. Good catch. Yeah. There, there was a bunch of stuff I wanted to go back and 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 go look at all of the inscriptions there in the bathroom stalls, but I, I, I didn't get a chance to. There, I, this, this was definitely the the rewatches definitely gave me an opportunity to go back and see the lots of those little details that you probably would miss yeah uh, upon first viewing so like like in the background on the bar too there were there were pictures of of stars right i i think i saw betty davis but i'm not sure but i definitely saw like groucho marx he was he was back there uh bing crosby was was on one of the pictures some sports people doesn't matter they, they're not famous uh so i thought but i thought that, that was that was cool i was like oh hey it's groucho and then I, I i stopped paying attention to the plot and i just was like is that Groucho? Just what looking at the Groucho? backgrounds, uh, forgetting <laughs> forgetting the actual dialogue. Yeah. Uh, any, anyway, that's those are our thoughts. Thanks, thanks to everybody that continues to like, subscribe, rate, review, do all of those things for this podcast. The the number one best thing you can do uh, is if there's a Rick and Morty fan in your life, uh, let them know about the podcast if they're not already listening. Uh, share it with a friend, and don't forget to go to lootcrate.com slash Rick and Morty. Blah blah R and P fifteen fifteen percent off. Uh, that's just that's just a, a Brandon and I send that to each other throughout the week. So don't think it's just for the podcast, guys. We we joke about that all week. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying it as much as. And that is a real code. You could really use that code. Uh, try it. I dare you. Uh, uh, at lootcrate.com. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. We're gonna head over to our uh, Twitch only post show right now. If you want to be around for that, make sure. You are following us on Twitch, so you know anytime that we go live. And we will see you next week. Hey, stay tuned. Special things happening. Uh, make sure that you're subscribed wherever you get this podcast for any bonus episodes. And uh, if you have not checked out the Ryan Elder interview, please go listen. Go watch it. It is it is a great conversation with him. Uh, so, so do yourself a favor and check that out as well. Brandon, the floor is yours. Take us on home. You, you mentioned the Ryan Elder Elder conversation. Make sure you go a little bit further back and also check out the Erica Rosby, Sarah Carbiner conversation about the Vindicators web series that, that's coming up. And who knows? Stay tuned. You might have more special guests on the show. So keep your ears peeled, everybody. Like bananas, because bananas use peels. You could also peel an orange. Why? Why is why is ban, why are bananas the go to fruit that that you you feel like oh yeah that's appealing oh, like a banana like no I mean you you have to peel an orange you know you have to peel a grapefruit sometimes if you want to get that sweet sweet succulent grapefruit I'm not a fan of grapefruit I don't know if I told you this it's just it's it's tart but then it's really bitter on, on the aftertaste. Anyways, thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you each and every week. Until next time, I am Brandon. And I'm Travis. And we'll see you later. Bye.